0: Habitshare is an app that I use every day. If you're not using Habitshare, go ahead and install it, iOS or Android. It's free. It's one of my go-to favorite apps that I use to create and track habits each day that you just read on your phone on Habitshare that basically say your self-talk statements. And what that's going to do is that's going to train the positive voice inside your head. The neutral voice inside your head and you're going to be feeding the positive and the neutral and starving the negative which is what we want to try to do full disclosure habit share is not a financial supporter of this podcast but it's a great app that i use daily and i just want to share it with you now on to today's episode Don't catch this mind-deadening thought disease. This episode is especially dedicated to David Schwartz and his book, The Magic of Thinking Big. This is the Resilience Podcast 306. I'm Cecil Adesma recording live from Austin, Texas. It is so beautiful here. It's Saturday, April 16th. Go deep into your study of people, and you'll discover unsuccessful people suffer a mind-deadening thought disease. We call this disease excusitis. Every failure has this disease in its advanced form, and most average persons have at least a mild case of it. I love that. What's your excuse? Too old? Too young, not enough money, not enough time, not smart enough, overqualified. And that's just a very short list. It's definitely time to vaccinate yourself from the dreaded excusitis. The most pernicious disease guaranteed to drive you straight to failure. Or, perhaps worse, mediocrity. Is now a good time to quit making excuses and give your highest self to the world? Yes. Now's the time. Great. After you vaccinate yourself from the dreaded excusitis, I want you to take a drive over to your bank and make a deposit. Deposit only positive thoughts in your memory bank. Let's face it squarely everyone encounters plenty of unpleasant embarrassing and discouraging situations but unsuccessful and successful people deal with these situations in different directly opposite ways one group take them to heart so to speak they dwell on the unpleasant situations thereby giving themselves a good start in their memory. What do I mean? At night, the unpleasant situation is the last thing they think about. Confident, successful people, on the other hand, they don't give it another thought. The successful people specialize in putting positive thoughts into their memory bank. It really is easy to forget the unpleasant if we simply refuse to recall it. So, withdraw only positive thoughts from your memory bank. Let the others fade away, and your confidence, that feeling of being on top of the world, will zoom upward. You take a big step forward toward conquering your fear when you refuse to remember negative, self-deprecating thoughts. What kind of deposits are you making in your memory bank? Do you replay the, hey, check me out, I rocked that high points or the, did I really just say that? Low moments. The cumulative effect of that makes a huge difference. Schwartz tells a great little story to magnify his point. He says, imagine what would happen if every morning before driving to work, you took a scoop of gravel and threw it into the car's crankcase. And for those who aren't mechanics, that's part of your engine. What would happen? That fine engine would soon be a mess, unable to do what you want it to do. Same with our brains. When we throw a negative thought in it every morning, and midday and night guess what we fall apart the alternative what is the alternative i realize i'm asking you to take repeated trips to the bank take every opportunity to make good deposits we need to think of all the things we've done that we're proud of from the award we won in college or early in our career or whatever think about all those things for which we're grateful, from our health to our past successes to the fact that we're alive. We need to overload our brains with good thoughts. For a while, my mantra was thank you. I'd say it thousands of times a day and the funniest thing started happening. After a very short time, my mind would be looking for all the reasons why I was saying thank you. And after a while, when I was just sitting quietly, I'd hear a random thank you pop into my head from out of nowhere. So back to you, what kind of deposits are you making? Become more conscious of what thoughts you're popping into your head and to deliberately take advantage of the quiet moments by yourself in your car, in the shower, at the gym, to overdose, on the good stuff. So make today your masterpiece. And that's it for the Resilience Podcast. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually, uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father these topics affect me personally and as you go about your day be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet as fighting a battle you probably know nothing about your life is a gift and it's precious to me and thank you so much for being a part of this community and I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast it doesn't matter to me The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spent a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at cecilledesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at Cecil Ledesma. Peace.